Hello. You Megan? Yep. All right. Welcome. Thanks. You got a pretty dress with you or <laughs> something? Tuxedo suit, tuxedo actually. Tuxedo suit? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, for you or for? Uh, no, my uh, boyfriend's got it at men's warehouse and it was the wrong size, so they had to ship a whole new one. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, things happen. Yeah. <laughs> right? So let me see, you're going down south? Yeah. Almost downtown? Yeah, I think so. It's the uh, wedding dinner rehearsal. Ooh. <laughs> now I'm uh, having a lot of questions for you. Before we start, am I allowed to record our conversation for my YouTube channel? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna give you my card. So, like, in a few days, I'll publish it to YouTube. Okay. Um, if you don't curse too much. <laughs> well, I can beep it over, I guess. <laughs> but so then, of course, who's gonna get married? Um, my boyfriend's old college roommate. Your boyfriend's old college roommate? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, the girls are gonna, like, do the rehearsal and the boys, like, they all do the rehearsal if they're like standing in the wedding. Oh, if yeah. it's like the groomsmen and the bridesmaids and stuff. So I'm not in it, but my boyfriend and all of them okay. are. So they oh, did the and rehearsal. Then, yeah, yeah. So he's like a best man or something? Yeah, I don't think he's the best. I think the groom's brother is the best man, but he's like in the line of He's in the line of... And then you need to practice these things. I've never been in a in a wedding like that. <laughs> when I first need to practice all these things, uh, that's like a fancy wedding, right? Yeah, I feel like a lot of weddings do it. Even like, I guess not like the super casual ones, like the one that would just be like on a beach. But okay. yeah, we had to do that for my sister's wedding when I was younger too. That's cool. Hey, and so are you from here? Uh, no. I'm from Chicago. From Chicago. So you got you came over for the wedding or? Yep. Wow. That that roommate sure has some good friends. Yeah. If you come all the way over. Yeah, definitely. You know, they were supposed to have the wedding on that Sanibel Island or whatever, but it was oh. yeah, you know, destroyed after that bad storm. Wow. Yeah. And so where are they doing it now? On the beach here in Naples? Um, somewhere in Naples, I'm not sure. Naples has so many pretty places. Yeah. There's tons of them. So when are you going to get married? Did you <laughs> propose know. yet? No, no, we got no? some time. So you guys, how long have you guys been together? Uh, four years. Four years? Yeah. Okay. Seven years is make or break, you did say, right? <laughs> yeah. So you got three more years. Yeah. <laughs> got some time. But, uh, so where do you know your boyfriend from? Uh, high school actually, but we weren't dating in high school. But you thought he was cute? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but then nothing happened in high school? No. And then later, where did you meet? Um, during one summer when we were both home from college. We hung out. He took me oh, on a date okay. to, to the city. And then uh, opened his eyes. Yeah. Sort of, okay. And so then after this wedding, you back to Chicago? Uh, yep. Back to the snow? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's any snow right now, but it is pretty chilly. Yeah. So you got some extra time for yourself as well on the beach? Uh, not really, no? which is sad. Maybe a little bit tomorrow while they're doing more 
you know, bridal party things <laughs> that I won't yeah. be involved in. But, uh, so can I ask, what do you do? You study or working? Or? Uh, yeah, I do behavioral science research. Behavioral um, science. And the, right now it's for like a market research uh, consulting firm. That is so interesting. Yeah. Wait, are you studying or are you working? I'm working. You're working. Yeah. In the behavioral science part. So that's why you studied. Mm, no, I, I studied. Yeah, yeah, I studied behavioral science. Uh huh. That's so interesting. Yeah. Is how yeah how people behave, think, yeah, and react, and I, I want to do it for the public sector for most of my life. But for right now, for my first job out of grad school, I'm doing it for um, a private. Oh company. yeah, okay. And so, for the public sector that means then for the government. Yeah, or like nonprofits and stuff. Oh nice. Yeah. How would nonprofits? Basically, User. any project that you come up with, like uh -huh. anything that is involves people, uh -huh. people usually plan around humans acting like robots and perfectly rational, but not uh -huh. only do we not work that way, we're like really weird. So you need behavioral scientists to go in and understand the, the science of what's going on, why people are acting a certain way in order to make a plan that will effectively help make a change that you're trying to make. So is you, are your studies, is that like US based? Is that like based on American society or is that valid no. for yeah, no. humanity as a general? Yeah, humanity and there's obviously like cultural studies that you yeah. can look at. So like a lot of Asian cultures are more, um, have a more community sense of identity. Right. Um, and America's a lot more individualistic, but you can look at differences in studies between Sorry, international is very interesting. Yeah. To also look at the differences between uh, cultures, but also be between time frames, right? Like, 50 years ago, probably things were people were thinking differently. Up, up, sort of, yeah. but it's the same like fundamental ways that we're working underneath. Like maybe the norm that we're adhering to uh -huh. right now is different, but the way that we adapt to each other's norms is pretty similar. Oh, okay. So does ChatGPT have any influence on your studies at the moment? I mean, um, it's about everybody talks about. It does for my company right now because a lot of our, some of our data that we use for some of our research for products is surveys, and uh -huh. there's a lot of people that just make a bunch of like bots mm. to take a bunch of surveys and just get paid, mm. um, and we try to filter them out, but you know it gets tougher and tougher, and so the ChatGPT definitely makes it harder to detect fake people. Yeah. So, you know, we want real I, I think it's a revolution yeah. that y humankind is living in, in the middle of it. And it's the, the, the coming of the AI. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've seen my phone getting smarter and smarter as it is. Mm -hmm. But still, if I would say to my phone, uh, hey, make an appointment with my wife tomorrow, dinner over there and there, it has no clue what I'm talking about. But I think like two years from now, you can just talk to your phone like that. And the phone will say, if it doesn't understand anything, it will say, exactly which restaurant did you mean you want an appointment with your wife? And you want me to email this also to your wife? Or you want me to put it in her agenda as well? Yeah, like a uh, secretary. It just back and forth. It's like chat. It's mm -hmm. like, right? Yeah. And chat GPT is the beginning of that. And so, yeah, your phone is going to be your secretary. And then self-driving cars and all of that stuff. And yeah. But probably the way 
we then also behave, it's going to be maybe different. I don't know. Definitely. Just, we're getting a lot more like isolated and our norms are coming from other places, not just human people in a room anymore. You're learning it from online and from other things right? as well. That is so true. So there's probably a lot more loneliness yep. in Western society. Definitely. It's probably why people are all so anxious these days. They're not having real human contact. They're having like simulated human contact virtually. Huh. Are you real? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting though. So, Megan, you, you're not part of the, um, the wedding ceremony? Nope. <laughs> Just you... a watcher. Spectator. You're there for the applause. Mm. <laughs> and then the wedding is tomorrow? Yep. Nice. So what is your wedding going to be like? Do you know? Uh, big. Big? Hopefully. You like it big? If yeah. I can afford it. <laughs> if you have a lot of friends? Uh, yeah, and I, I do a lot of travel and I've lived in a lot of places and oh, tell me. I feel like it'll be fun. Oh, just different places around Around the country or yeah. also abroad? Abroad too. I, st I studied in Copenhagen for five months. Oh nice. Yeah. That is um, Denmark? Yep. Right. It's across my country. I'm from the Netherlands. Oh, my company is based out of the Netherlands. I might oh, really? be in Rotterdam. Huh. Mm -hmm. Small world, eh? Yeah. I Have you been there? Uh, no, but I uh, am thinking about after spending like two years in my current office, going to either like the Rotterdam or the London office, maybe, or uh, maybe Berlin. Well, isn't that a no-brainer? <laughs> if you have to choose between London and Rotterdam, Rotterdam is such a workman city, and London is where the yeah. many the money is at. Definitely. So I definitely would choose London if you have a choice. Yeah. Or Berlin maybe, although I don't speak the lick of German. Oh, but all Germans speak English, yeah, you don't have to do. worry about that. <laughs> but it'll take you some time to learn some German. You know. 
Copenhagen. How was that for you? It's that, awesome. Yeah. I love Copenhagen. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like one of the best cities in the world. It's great. Really? And you it's can like, just tell the difference when cities are designed for people and uh, not businesses and cars. Well, from the old times, all cities in, in Europe are small relative yeah. to American cities. Because they're not built for cars. They're not built for these kind of roads. Yeah. Well, when the U.S. started, yeah, the cars came pretty quick as well. And then the space here. Yeah. So. Well, a lot of the spots in Copenhagen actually originally, like, they, they've made a bunch of uh, roads and highways and mm. stuff. But then mm -hmm. people hated it. So then they, they urban planned around it. Made yeah. It, it's, it's faster. It's more efficient to ride your bike than it is to use it's any true. other. It's true form of transportation. Well, I would probably hate to ride my bike here around in Naples. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it's so <laughs> hot. Um, probably get hit too. Yeah. And so, but so in Copenhagen, they drive a lot of bicycles as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like in the Netherlands. Yeah. Have you visited uh, my country or not? Uh, I've been to Amsterdam. You have? Mm -hmm. What do you think? It's awesome. You liked it? Yeah. What did you like about it? Um, I don't know, it's really cool. It was kind of like Copenhagen, but you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a similar different. feel to it. Yeah. Full of bicycles. Yeah, a same. lot more like art and stuff too. Oh, yeah. We wanted to go to the Van Gogh and the Anne Frank Museum, but we didn't. It was kind of a last minute trip, you know, they have okay. like months long waiting lists for those, so you have to plan uh, it way in advance. We did the Heineken factory tour. That was fun. Was it? Yeah. It's not the best beer in the world. They <laughs> pretend it is, but it's fun yeah, too, sure. Yeah, Just mm -hmm. like the Guinness one. Oh, yeah. Dublin. Oh, I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's fun. They I have like a Guinness. pouring contest who can pour the best beer with like the least amount of foam. Oh, you have to have the least amount of foam? Yeah. Oh, because with a Heineken, you have to have two fingers of yeah. foam on top of the beer. <laughs> hmm. It's funny how that's different. So you're a beer drinker. What's your favorite? Um, I kind of I like IPAs. IPA? Yeah. What's that? India Pale Ale. They're kind of like bitter, but like fruitier. Okay. Yeah. Like a fruity beer. Yeah, kind of. I've but uh, there's hundreds of beers out there. I remember that in the Netherlands alone, there's 400 different beers. Oh wow. And there's another, I think, 400 in Belgium. So those two countries combined is almost a thousand different beers. Yeah. Like every, in the past, every village had its own beer, had its own monastery, and then the monastery would make the beer oh, wow. kind of thing. Yeah. And so you have hundreds of little towns, hundreds of little beers. And a lot of those are still, uh, still there. It's just that they're unaffordable, they're gross. A lot of them are just absolutely horrific. <laughs> but you know, for tradition's sake, people still make them yeah it's fun that's like some of the mead in Scandinavia Maybe oh like aren't Scandinavians like how are Danish people when they're drunk um, I'm pretty normal are they pretty normal <laughs> they're pretty like normal people around. I was once in uh, Sweden in Stockholm uh -huh. and the Swedes were so funny when they're drunk yeah, they, they stand there and they start stop moving and they're just completely spaced out <laughs> but they just stand still being drunk yeah I, I don't know it was just a different experience to me I think they're they're funny because they're like 
they're very reserved people like they don't overshare but they are oh, like yeah. straightforward and like kind of blunt like they're not gonna okay. be like overly like sweet or whatever fluffy yeah. kind of like how french people and italian are they're just very like blunt people but when they drink they talk a lot more so it's kind of uh -huh. funny they're a little they less come reserved out, they yeah. come out of their cocoons mm -hmm. uh -huh. that's what drinking does to us anyway <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah who doesn't Copenhagen. Yeah, I've never really been there, so that's cool. And so, where else have you been? Um, I've traveled all over. I've done a lot of travel. I even spent How last come, summer. Actually, like, so is this holidays? Uh, yeah, I guess I when I was abroad, I did some travel, and then like last summer, between grad school and starting my job, I took two months and I just backpacked alone through Europe. Okay. Um, I don't know. You backpacked with a friend or no? I, I met up, I have some friends in Europe, so I spent like half of it going to visit people and then half of it like alone seeing stuff that I wanted to see. Wow, making friends. that's so cool. Yeah. Did you uh, use the, the train car, the, the monthly Yeah, uh, the URL pass. URL, yeah. It's great. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's way prettier and better for the environment. Oh, it is. It's good for the environment and it's so nice to see the countryside. Yeah. even like Take when you're passing traveling. through things, you get to mm. see what what you're going through. Right. Not just flying over the top. Did you take the, the sleeper strains? Uh, no, I didn't take you didn't? any of those. Oh. Some people do that, like, instead of taking a hotel, you take the sleeper train. Mm, that would be a good idea. Wake up in the next city, yeah. yeah. It's too bad that the U.S. doesn't have so many trains. I know. They keep saying they're going to make high-speed rails and stuff, and they never actually do it. And I've been talking for, about that for 30 years. Yeah, they keep okay. saying they need more and more money and no one's giving it to them, so... But well, the US is a pretty big country, though. It's as yeah. big as Europe. Yeah. And it's so built for, for cars... Yeah. ...that yeah, it's a hard thing to do here. Yes. But it will be awesome, though, to travel to the... to the West Coast by, yeah, by like bullet train. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Wow. That would be really cool get to see a lot of the parts of the country people don't see as often yeah and that's such a fun way to travel as well it's sure it's a lot slower than uh, an airplane but you see so much more and so much more relaxing yeah time for a book and a good view yeah mm. when I was in Switzerland there were people on the train next to me they do like big glass walls and ceilings so you can see all the mountains and Oh yeah. And somebody literally yeah. spent the entire train with their phone just like out and I was like, I agree, it's really pretty, but it like ruins the view when it's just <laughs> looking at your phone half the time. Like you can put it down and just enjoy the moment. Right. And that is a good point too, right? That we're we're we tend to oh something is happening, we tend to grab the phone and we have to record it. Yeah. Everything has to be recorded. Yeah. Look at me and driving over I'm have to record this. <laughs> no, but I mean seriously, like it's also okay to not record. Yeah. It's okay to just enjoy the moment, like you said. Well, it's even better. Honest, me and my friends were talking recently. Um, we were saying how at concerts, when you look around, it's all just phone screens all up. Yeah. Like, up. and yeah. it's funny because who are you recording that for? Other people aren't going to watch it. Other people don't want to watch it. Like, anytime there's 15 stories that people have of a concert, like, no one, people are clicking through that. And you can say you're recording it for yourself, but like I don't. 
I have a million videos from concerts. None of us ever go back and look at it when you do. It's, true. it's like embarrassing. You can hear yourself singing in the back. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like, the sound quality is horrible. It's just like bass and the people next to you talking. And it's, but it's funny because people, instead of like just enjoying concerts and like absorbing it, people spend the entire time recording it for like endless footage of something they're never going to watch again. It's so true, eh? Yeah, that's behavioral <laughs> science uh, yeah. that needs to be, uh, yeah, we and phones. And it only gets more and more, the phones just become more and more part of our being. Yeah. It's really interesting. True. Well, it's funny because a lot of Gen Zers now are taking out like the old, like digital cameras to parties and stuff because they think it's like cool. Oh, yeah. But then it's that like, becomes a trend. Yeah, and it's like, oh no, no we fought so hard to get good quality cameras into our phones. It's funny. That's funny. Oh, but you sure have been uh, all over Europe. Mm -hmm. So, besides Europe, have you been to other continents? Um, I've been to South Africa. Oh, yeah. Um, and New Zealand. New Zealand. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that? I love New Zealand. Oh, you did that? Yeah. Yeah. I would live there, but they don't let anyone into the country. <laughs> they make one list of jobs that they will let people in if you do this job every year, and they release it. And like oh, in recent know. years, it's all stuff like like plumber, like jobs that require like a lot of more like refined skill. And it's like, ugh, I can't to New so Zealand to be a carpenter. <laughs> you're waiting for the day that they announce that they need a... Uh, yeah, a behavioral scientist. A behavioral scientist, exactly, yeah. Huh. They are practicing it in this cafe? No. Um, no, I oh, think it's they're, on, on, they're doing... Oh, yeah, it's this dinner. It, it's in the yeah, it's in there. corner. It's it's a dinner? Uh, yeah, they, they just First? finished practicing it, so now they get, they're giving dinner after. Well, I hope you have a wonderful time tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you gonna be great I'm sure it will be and uh, I hope he proposes to you one day <laughs> right. thank you okay. nice meeting you nice to meet bye. you have a good one bye bye, bye, -bye.